listeners, Brittany and Marie here with another Property Management Show podcast. Today, we have the wonderful Melissa from Prandy Property Management with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm excited to be back again. Yeah. We're excited to have you too. Um, And today, Melissa is going to be talking about um, building teams and, and what that means for property management companies and making sure that your team does a good job of representing your business. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to just start off with you telling us just like a, a quick recap of like where you're at sure. in your business. Some people don't know me, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> as you hear, I'm Melissa Prandi. I own Prandi Property Management and we're located in San Rafael, California. I like to say we're right over the Golden Gate Bridge between the Golden Gate Bridge and the Napa Valley. Uh, we, I've been just celebrated 37 years in the business. Can you believe that? Wow. I started when I was 19 as the receptionist. At, the, at this company? At this too. company. Every, and, I feel like uh, you've told me that multiple times, but every time you tell me, I just get shocked. It's yeah. so cool. I started as a receptionist. I went out on a maternity leave on a Wednesday at 5 o'clock, and Thursday morning grocery shopping, because I knew my family was going to want to be fed when they come to see the new baby. And Friday morning, I went to the uh, labor, um, went over the Golden Gate Bridge, 10 minutes to 5, um, 10, minutes, 10 minutes to... No, 10 minutes to 8, got there, and 10 minutes to 9, Matt was born one hour later. And I tell that story a lot because the women can relate. You know, us ladies are multitaskers. We do. We still do a lot of the um, basic household and the day-to-day things as a mom, and we're always really good with our friends. Um, and then we have to run a business. Yeah. So, And I think it's good for the viewers to know that I, when I bought the company, uh, we were really small. So I had a full-time a bookkeeper and a three quarters time property manager and myself. So now we have three virtual assistants and a staff of 15. So we're gonna talk about the meld of how you bring all those personalities together and some tricks of the trade. That's awesome, I can't wait. It's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And um, you know, talking about the team is something most people would think that is like, it's too basic, but if you don't take care of the basics, then how do you expect to grow and scale as a business? Right, your team is your foundation. Mm-hmm. And I get asked uh, by smaller companies that only have one or two you know, individuals working for them, kind of like, where do you start? So we're going to go maybe talk a little bit about yeah. that as well. Like, yeah. how do you, where do you start with that first hire and then adding to the teams over the time? Yes. Period? Tell us, tell, how, where do you start? Where do you start? Well, someone just asked me uh, in a property management meeting that we had uh, a couple weeks ago, and he said, you know, I'm just one person. And I said, what you do is you look at your strengths and your weaknesses as the owner or the key manager, and you find someone that's complementary to you that you can hire. And I'll give you a really good example. So with me, I'm a visionary. I'm a people person. I love people. I love to share. I found that Christine Gooden, who's worked for me for 18 years, uh, has opposite uh, qualities as me. So I could go A to Z, and then she fills in the gaps. And she's a, she's a practical, and she's really good at implementing. So really, for the audience to really find someone that complements their personality, especially if they have a small staff. How did you find Christine? 18 years ago. Right, um, right. I know it's, it's not <laughs> so, the know, same strategies. It's interesting because, and I hear this a lot, especially, you know, at PM Grow and some of the other conferences, is, uh, you know, how do you find the right person? You hire with attitude. You want someone with a good attitude. They don't necessarily have to have property management experience. She came, believe it or not, through a Craigslist ad. Back in the day, that's what everybody did. Yeah. Um, she did not know what property management was. She came and she interviewed and she said she called her dad afterwards I really like that lady. What's property management again, Dad? <laughs> uh, and, you know, she's gone on to get all her designations in the field. So she's got her RMP designation, which is in NARPM, the residential management professional, mm-hmm. and then an MPM, a master property manager. So that really works when you're, especially when you're small, you want to just add in complementary strengths. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, right? So I can give you another example is my son now. Um, when he was growing up, he would work, you know, during high school and college, and he would say, Mom, nobody grows up and wants to be a property manager. And guess what he is? He's a property <laughs> he's manager. He's a property manager. Well, now. he's a BDM, which was the buzzword yeah. from PM Grow. Right. So uh-huh. he is a business development manager. And I had never heard of that until PM Grow came along. Really? BDM. Yeah. I love it. And it's, how's he liking that, though? He loves it. it his, so his two, now again, you find the strengths. So Matt's a really good photographer. 
So he does all of our marketing for our properties. And then he's really good with people. And I think people like the idea that he's my son. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, oh, you work with your mom. So it's family. We say um, community, family, family owned, community focused. So giving back. So did he join the team, um, you know, through that role? Or did he start working with a team through a different role and he grew into becoming BDM? That's a great question. I think what makes him a really good BDM is that he has been the property manager. So he got his real estate license when he was 19 and went on to get his broker's license. So we have a really good um, backup in case anything ever happened to me or in case I want to retire someday. (laughs) He has his broker's license, which allows him in California to qualify to be the lead in a property management company. That's important. Very important. That's good. So when you mentioned Matt was a property manager before his current role, is that kind of consistent with everybody in your office or I mean obviously people don't start out as a property manager all of the time but are there other people that you work with I didn't start out yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, well the best role I will tell you is the ones a lot of people start in the front desk role receptionist role um, and now we have our phones answered live by a virtual assistant so that roles change but the best ones is the ones that have been like Christine assistant property manager and really kind of learn through the ropes they start kind of from the ground up yes and doing everything. I still do everything. I'll do. Yeah. The only thing I don't do well <laughs> is they don't really like me in the bookkeeping department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my bookkeeper's been with me uh, 13, almost 14 years. How do you keep people so long? How do you keep them happy and motivated? Yeah. yeah. The first word I think of is respect. So I always think to myself, what is it like to be the employee? And look at both sides of things. So respect is a key, key word that comes, the first thing, like when you're telling me that, first thing that comes to my mind is, mm-hmm. you know, what really works is to respect one another. Okay. Um, we have a very good benefit package. We just started a 401k, 4% match. 4%? So they'll put in 5%, we do a 4% match. That is how you keep someone happy. Yeah. You let them grow with you. Don't ever let, don't ever let them feel like they can't learn more. Because I'm 37 years and I haven't missed I haven't missed one of the PM grows yet. Been yeah. oh. all three, so I think it's still growing. It's still we're never stop learning, and um, respect to each other uh-huh. and building is really important. Yeah. yeah. So I was just curious. So you said you um, recently um, uh, you recently implemented a 401k uh, package with four percent matching. Um, did that come out of your own? Um, like strategizing to keep people happy or do you have some sort of way for people to give suggestions and how to make the workplace better and that's how you got the idea just so it's a combination Um, we pay the medical after 90 days we pay a dental program after a year Uh Um, and you know what we were talking about in our last staff meeting was that you don't know what makes somebody else happy so you ask and some of the key managers came and said when I do the reviews, they said, what would make you really happy? They said, well, we would love to have a, a retirement program. And we yeah. asked around other NARPA members, actually. Oh. And we asked around, and I did the research. It's a lot of work to get it up and running. I'm the one doing the work, so I can <laughs> tell you. Um, but you know what? People are really happy. They feel really valued. Yeah. And I think that's how you keep somebody. Um, and we take them to the conferences. At Cal NARPA, the California State Association, where you, where we all, everybody yeah. comes together for that, the property managers. Uh, we had eight people there. Um, that to me tells tells them I'm interested in investing in them, and it makes people see that there's like teamwork within yeah. property management. There's positivity. It's not just the day to day of dealing with fires and whatever you guys are handling. There's people out there that are passionate about property management. Well, so and how nice is it to be able to meet the vendors? Like you guys yeah. Yeah. are there, talk to them all the time, and then to meet the teams. So mm-hmm. now they can say, oh, yeah, yeah, four and a half, yeah, we met. And so I think that is also a really nice yeah. touch. Yeah, we, um, we met a couple of your team yeah. there. Yeah, we had eight. That was a, that was a big group. And yeah. it's, it's an expense, but it's, it's worth, worth it. It, it mm-hmm. is really worth it. And kind of, I used to say, oh, when we go to places like Hawaii, it's like job security. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I will tell you is that uh, some of the things that you really have to look at is the beginning stages of of how you want to hire. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think some of the things we do is we we do a, um, we really put it clearly in the job ad mm-hmm. um, that we'd like a cover letter. We want to set them up for success, right? 
So we put it in that we like a cover letter. We put in that um, please send your resume and cover letter along with, and we do a very simple typing test. Just, I mean, most people know it's really more about following direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we um, will ask them to do Tony Robbins' personality test. Oh, interesting. And it's really interesting to see, like for me, as I'm looking maybe to hire a part-time assistant. Mm -hmm. Well, we when we did the personality test on the interview we did last week, um, the gal had a lot of red, which is strength and dominance. And, you know, yellow, I'm really high yellow, which is a lot of personality, a lot of bubbly, like uh -huh. people person. And you want somebody that's going to be really compliant. And you might, you know, consistent bookkeepers are really good to be compliant and very detailed. So by putting that in and telling people up front what we'd like, and if they don't want to do that, then how are you going to work together? Yeah. You know? So it's, it's finding the right person and, and how do you do that? And you know, you're just a piece of paper too. So it's like some personality comes out on the cover letter. Mm -hmm. And then that Tony Robbins test really does. Um, yeah, that's, I want to think it? about that. I feel like I took it in, in like high school there's different or styles. something. Yeah, yeah. There's different styles. Like, I don't even remember what I was, but I definitely know about it. But that's so interesting because we, like, we're hiring people right now and we go through so many people that we say provide cover letter, resume, but most people don't. And I don't know why. Like, how many people do you have to go through that don't follow the instructions that you ask? I really don't. I think if you, I put it down in a bullet yeah. in the ad, mm -hmm. and I said, please send the following. I try to make it really clear and concise. Yeah. Um, you know, come work with a great team, great benefits package. But I think it's the way you maybe deliver it. Kind of spell it out. When, and yeah. it works for so our vendors that are listening and people that are doing servicing property managers. Hiring a good team member works all the way around. Yeah. Because you just said yourself you're looking for a good team member. Yeah. And have multiple people interview. So I, as the owner, I'll do an interview, but then I leave. And I really want the person to feel comfortable with the team members. And so I, you know, I leave the room and let them talk. Well, what's that boss yeah. like? <laughs> so I think that's a good, a good thing really to good. do. Um, we also have about 10 questions, which I'm happy to share with you and the yeah. audience. We can share it with the audience as well. But there's 10 questions or so just about, like, for example, um, three words to describe yourself and why. And tell me three things you loved about your last job or your current job and three things you dislike. Because nobody's perfect and no job is perfect. Yeah. And property management, you know it's challenging and it can be negative. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to fill it in with positive. And is and that during the interview or is that like pre-qualifying them? Before we ever do a live That's interview. That's smart. It saves a lot of time. And also people tell me that by asking those, it's about 10 questions. It makes them think of the process. Kind of, mm -hmm. it makes you kind of go within and think about what it is you want in a dream job. Yeah, that's really good advice. The other thing I have to share with you is last year, um, October thirty first, we spent an all day off property, all the staff. Uh, we went out to the coast in Alima, uh, which is near where we're, our oh. office is, and we hired a, a husband and wife team. So we had kind of a, a great couple, but a, a two perspective team that worked with my team members to do some fun team building off-site the managers came the night before yeah. and had a nice dinner together mm -hmm. and spent the night at the hotel and then the next day we spent the whole day doing team building and it was incredible that's really great. very strong and it really got people to get to know one another and we laughed and we ate good food and do you feel like now it's brought the team closer together absolutely yeah no doubt is it a regular thing that you do, or is this the first of many? We've future? done it. Um, we've done it in the past, not as often as we'd like. We do try to do like a baseball game. We have mm -hmm. a local um, baseball team here. Um, we've done just some fun things, but now that you're, as you get a little bit larger, it's a little more difficult uh -huh. because now you've got a lot of people and you got to get them yeah. there and transportation. I think our a lot of our fun will always make time when we're at a conference together. Yeah. Is to make yeah. sure we have time for maybe a glass of champagne together or just honoring. You know, we honor their birthdays. We honor their anniversary days. I have to keep track of all those. It's not easy, even with our phones. That must be nice, though. I mean, I mean it, we do that at, at our work. It's, it's always really nice for, like, today was um, one of our colleagues' five-year anniversary, and she was mentioned during um our, during our morning meeting. meeting and it's just ni it's nice to be recognized like that so i think that's really cool that you do that because it's it's so minor it doesn't seem important but making people feel special and valued goes a really long yeah, way that's true. Mm -hmm. 
But out of that retreat that we did, um, what we heard was more positivity. So Christine started a positively brandy board, and huh. people write nice things to it, you know, like congratulations or wow, way to go on a five star review. You know, we work so yeah. closely with our reviews. With you. we have done really well with our well, you guys reviews. Just, you guys do yeah. great. So that's I mean, working it's, with four and a half, that's been a very positive. Our Googles and our Yelp reviews. Well, and the only thing yeah. we're doing is asking. You guys are doing the, the great. You guys yeah. are doing the good job. Somebody's got it. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can't do it. But everything. that's a testament to your team when you get all of these positive reviews flowing in, and very few negative. I mean, it's it's very easy. Well, and they, are they really negative? Because um, one of the things we talked about a little bit of as we were doing this today was, you know, how do we handle negativity and how do we turn that around? And I think it's a lesson. It's a learning experience. So I'll start with me, for example. One day, Matt was in a hurry and he had multiple clients calling in and it was busy. Yeah. Hey, can you uh, call this owner? He's got a duplex that's in a certain city and, and I don't have a time. I'm running out the door. So I didn't call right away. I waited until the afternoon and Matt had given it to me in the morning. And about 1.30, 2 o'clock, I made the call and the owner had already met with someone and signed. So he was ready to go, and Matt did tell me that. Yeah. And so I explained that to the teams by saying, response is everything. Here's what happened. Next time when I'm given something to do as far as new business goes, I'm going to make that call right away. Yeah. And even though that's a, as an example. But that's a really good example. because Got to lead by example, right? Yeah, it is a good example. Well, first, because you as the owner of the company are coming to your team saying, hey, I'm not perfect, none of us are perfect, but here's what we do to improve ourselves. Um, but yeah, it is a learning experience. I couldn't handle it. Maybe next time it gets handed to somebody else and it it gives people things to think about, to know that there are other other ways to um, solve solve problems. Well, you just said it right there. I could have said, well, you know what? I'm really, I'm really slammed this morning with a bunch of paperwork that I'm doing. We have four or five people trained to do that same job. So I should have handed it off to someone else. So I give that as an example. Um, I think that's great. Christine runs the property management training team meetings, which is also keeping, as you get larger, keeping the um, teams on the same page, doing the things consistently Mm -hmm. is hard to do. And so she has these trainings and that has helped. Like she gets feedback from them, making sure they're doing things consistently the same. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, give me your feedback. So like and a then, weekly meeting? Yeah, they meet. No, I think every other week. Every other and, week. And, and it just have gets them in meetings line. Too. So there's a team lead and then an assistant property manager. Team lead is the property manager who has an assistant. They run 150 to 200 doors. And so that team lead and the team assistant have a meeting once a week. Yeah. And they pull in the virtual assistants when needed for their maintenance follow-up. So that is weekly. And then they send it to me and I can kind of just flow through and see if, wow, that property's been on the market a little bit along, no more than 30 days. Then I ask Christine to meet with them and find out what's going on with that. So the, the, the communication is key. Yeah. And having the, all the, just the notes we use for um, our team meetings are exactly the same. So when I get them, they're each there's four teams and they're each done a certain, you know, I can get them. So that's I like your things process. Quick. <laughs> so it's about communication, but it's also about establishing the process for the way that those yeah. team members are communicating. Absolutely. What if you have a really small team? Like what's your advice for people that are just kind of starting out? Maybe they're hitting the growing pains where they're ready to hire their first employee. Um, what strategy would you recommend to them? Well, see, most company owners and property managers are, um, they're used to doing everything. Yeah, yeah. So what I, what I think you need to do is first take a, a notepad out or take your computer or phone and write a list of a few things that you can stop doing. I call it a stop list. What are some things that I'm doing every day that I can hand off to someone else? The other thing that's worked really well for me is to put the person in the same office with me. So that when I start to do something, and if you have the right person, they're saying, you know, well, let me take that. I can yeah. handle that. I can mm-hmm. call the city for that permit. Well, I can do it. Yeah. So I had someone for two months, and she was fabulous, Tara. She's just had her three-year anniversary. And I, after two months, I was like, she's so good. i got to move her into property management lead position. So I moved her from my office into the team mm-hmm. areas where okay. the, her, she has her own office now. She's fabulous. If I had kept her with me, she might have gotten a little bored, although... I doubt it. But I could see that she could really evolve, and yeah. she's done a fabulous job. But that's a really good example, too, making sure to promote within instead of 
um, boxing them boxing. into the role they were hired to do. Yeah, you you acknowledged. You're like, hey, she, she she's she surpassed what I expected her to do, and she's now amazing. now we can give her more to do. But I think if I was, you know, to look at what works, so you start with a list of what you can stop doing. Yeah. And then you need to remember, I talked about um, finding someone with your opposite strengths. Yeah. So finding someone that, I'm not the most technical, I give it to Matt, say, here, can you fix my phone? <laughs> um, so finding someone with your opposite strengths. And then um, somebody that, uh, you know, can do multitask. And I find that, um, I find that women do that really well. Um, men like to complete. Yeah. And women can usually have four or five things. We can hear a conversation next to us, be talking to one another, and, and move on. <laughs> That's me. So, um, and then as they hire, as you hire, let's say, one or two people, and now you're a team of three, um, sitting down and having check-ins. I mean, you made a comment about having a morning meeting. Yeah. That meetings and communications really important. And then we have a company email that goes out to everybody at the same time. So you're not getting something, hearing about something we're doing in the company, yeah. and you've mm-hmm. not heard and that also is something to have one email that goes out to everybody all at once. Yeah. And be respectful of using that. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is get a bunch of emails. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't like reply all. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're busy. You know. Reply all can be abused. Can be. <laughs> yes. We have seen that abused a lot yeah. of times. So, um, you know, it's really good information you're giving to people in terms of, you know, finding the, the people to, you know, welcome into your team sort of figuring out what their strengths are. Maybe it's not exactly, you know, um, the the role you may have hired this person may not be the perfect role for them. Um, and so acknowledging that um, there are times when it makes sense to maybe move them to a different department. That way they're more, um, they're more challenged. Um, you're able to give them more opportunities. Yeah, what happens, so what happens if you do hire somebody that's really, really great but not great for that position. Yeah, like how do you, because you have to have a fit, right? They have to be willing to go to that new position, new um, Well, and you role. can tell pretty quickly if someone takes a lead role. Like you can uh-huh. tell like the assistant that I had, Tara, uh-huh. who she took a lead role. She also came from a background of assisting a property management company owner in San Francisco. Oh. So I knew she had strengths. And you know, the pay is based a lot of time on, on the knowledge and the strengths of the person. So, you know, as you incentivize and you and you give people a little more money, you know, the strength comes up with that and they get oh. a little incentive um, bonuses and things like that. But I would say there was a time when I had a couple of runs where I didn't hire really well. They say, hire slowly, fire fast. That's mm-hmm. kind of the engagement. I tend to think I can change them and I can fix them or <laughs> yeah. nurture them. You get attached to that. It's not a good fit. And you can kind yeah. of tell um, personality-wise and sometimes you're doing some of the favor. You sit down and we would talk and just say, how do you think it's going? And we have a new hire that she's um, just about finished her 60 days. 90 days, we kind of keep a, a kind of a toll of how things are going. But the communication is saying, okay, what do you think so far? Property management's not for everybody. And it's a, it's a tough job. And yeah. you know, it's got, they've got to feel comfortable doing it. And so just communicating. Because you might find out that they really don't like it. And mm-hmm. the worst thing is when they don't like it and it spreads. You need to keep yeah. the negativity down in the business. You want to keep the team members positive yeah. to each other, complimenting. Hey, uh-huh. good job. It's okay to have a bad day, but there's a difference between having a bad day and then just bringing a bunch of negative energy. Yeah. And that because the negative follows negative. Yeah, that makes but, sense. And I think that the team building that we did brought that positivity and the strength. It does have a little bit of chatter sometimes. You know, people were <laughs> afterwards. I noticed they were laughing a lot more, and you know, there was a lot more, but. Again, respect, and I hear them laughing. Okay, now it starts to get a little bit louder. Um, and, but they go to lunch together. They spend time together. Yeah, that's wonderful. We shut our office down from 12 to 1. So that gives, we lock the doors, shut the office down, and people can go to lunch together. They can sit around, talk about their weekend. Yeah. They don't feel pressured you know. to stay in the office. Because they're always, and we. this happens to us too, there's always something to do. There's never not going to be anything to do, so you need to take... You need to take breaks. You need to take time for yourself. So I really like that. Walk around the block if you need to get some air. Because it's forcing them to do it. Because I think a lot of people that are very hardworking will just say, nope, I can can work work my way through lunch. Or no, I don't don't need to do that because I have X, Y, and Z to do. And it sounds like you have a team that's very hardworking. So I feel like that's a really good example to set for them. Again, we're locking down the office. 
yeah. it's time for you to take yeah. your break. Make sure nobody's burnt out. You know, you want people to be fresh healthy and happy yeah. and fresh. Um, so to go back to what you said um, about hiring slow, firing fast. So to our for our listeners, if they're not quite sure what that means, like in a concrete way, how does hiring slow, firing fast look like to a small business where they're kind of desperate to get someone in and they're like you already spent so much time training this person and then well maybe if i give it two more weeks like how do you then let's start with the hiring part which um by earlier i told you i have more than one person interview Mm -hmm. um word of mouth put it out there to your to your small group of friends and people you know it may not be that person you're talking to Mm -hmm. but i was really fortunate to hire crystal who came from a friend of mine in Rotary. And I knew Crystal from Rotary, because I love Rotary, giving back. Um, but I just put it out there, this one gal I know, her name's Mo, and she knows everybody. So I'm like, hey, by chance, I mean, she's not looking for a job. She works for the county of Marin. But I said, hey, Mo, by chance, do you know anybody that's a really great person that, you know how we love our employees. Do you know anybody that you would recommend? She says, I do have someone in mind. Let me talk to her first. Oh. So lo and behold, she did, and Crystal came in, and. Um, she's amazing and another that so that's a way of hiring slowly but also through word of mouth mm. and then making sure that you're um, letting other people talk to them so it's not just the one person and if you're a small company I'm sure you have a colleague or someone that could help would you mind you know maybe sitting in on an interview you know if it's somebody that you work with and then um, the firing part you're right I ha- I'm a hanger on her <laughs> Um, I've gotten better, but right now I have the best team I've ever had. So I feel really confident um, in that in that area. And I made a lot of, I've, you know, 37 years I've made my mistakes in my hiring. Um, I did have a girlfriend one time, went through the resumes, and she's got a, a psychology degree. Mm-hmm. And so I said, do me a favor, here's a stack of resumes, cover letters. Go through and put a one, two, and three on uh, the, the front of these. Give me your first, second, and third choice. And she found somebody fabulous, and she said, you know... This gal has a really good resume. She's going to be great. She may not have her more than one year, but it's going to be the best year of your life. And that was Kaylee, and she lasted eight years with me. Oh, wow. She's now a mom, and has and her husband's still my IT guy. So, you know, it works. I mean, you yeah. just don't know. Must have kept her happy. Right. <laughs> you were talking, going a little bit back, we talked about the, the 401k, which you, you've implemented what are some other incentives that you give your team? Or you also mentioned um, giving them like little pay bumps here and there. Um, maybe let's talk about incentives and then maybe go into a schedule or something that you have in place for your reviews. Is it annually? Is it biannually? Well, the first thing I will tell you is to ask because you may think you know what somebody wants when sometimes it's just a day off. Yeah. And so I watch their, their t- even my managers um, that turn in their timesheets and, and I watch their hours and I look down and see it at, at a pay cycle to see what they're doing. And I say, you know what, this coming Friday, you're going to leave at one and I want you to start your weekend early. So giving them time really doesn't cost me money. It gives them value of taking time off. We talked about it, not being burned out, right? Yeah. Um, then we have, so the first 90 days, they do what's called an EOD, end of day report. So they send me a very simple bulleted email tell me what their days like and then rating their days one two three one being a fairly slow day I could have taken more three meaning oh my god my day went by so fast mm-hmm. and it was a great day and then they go to two and a half I like people around two two and a half if it gets to be three I need to see who else can support them maybe they need some help and that's really more than newer people and then every once in a while I do a check-in with my staff all right tell me how things are going Know, what would you say your rating is with your workload? And if you don't tell me, I have no way of knowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good to have them. I can tell when I can tell when I walk in and somebody's frantic to get something done. And there's my team will support one another. You know, teach them to take their blinders off and look around and say, well, I'm not as busy as this other team, team two. Maybe I can go help. Yeah. And everybody's busy, but yeah. they all have busy lives. And is that something you teach them to do? Or do they just we kind talk of about do it on their own? No, yeah. we really talk about support. And I think the team building helps with yeah. that. Um, so I think that's part of uh, the, the benefits. The um, medical is important to a lot of people. So having a medical program, it's very expensive. So you can say you pay up to a certain amount of money with your budget allows. Um, the dental, to me, is a perk. Mm-hmm. After a year, you get a dental plan. 
it's not really expensive and I pay for it. Um, time off, pay, paid time off. We do vacation and sick, we do separate them still. Mm. Some people just do PTO. Um, but just recognizing when it looks like someone needs a break and keeping them, you know, consistent. And then we do, um, night, we do a 90 day review, we do a year review. Um, somewhere around the one year of time we pull them in. And then we do, up until last year we did year end bonuses. But the 401k started also because I saw how much they got out of the bonus. So if I gave someone a bonus and the taxes, good old taxes mm. come in play, yeah. it didn't feel as good as what I was writing. I wanted to give them the whole thing, but I can't. Yeah. I have to take taxes off. Everybody that works for Prandy Private Management is um, an employee. So they're all full benefit packaged. That's cool. That's really good advice. Um, what about those? Because you said it's expensive. What can you do? If you're just again, if you are just somebody that doesn't cost a lot out. of money to give them a day off with pay, or um, you know, give them a beach day if they're yeah. on the beach. Mm-hmm. So even a, if you can't you know, afford all of the benefits in the four hundred one k, start just small things like that will make a big difference in keeping people and keeping them yeah. happy. And ask again, ask them what makes them important. What's really yeah. important? I had one employee that worked with me for five years. He's since gone, um, but he liked the giants. So to put a giant sweatshirt on his chair with some tickets. Oh. Oh yeah. Come on, that's really that? cool. And it's personalized, mm-hmm. so it shows that you know your people, and they feel appreciated. Like, hey, I am not just a cog in a wheel. You yeah. Know? Um, I think I think it goes a long way. All the little things that you're doing to make your your team feel like it, they are a team, right? Mm-hmm. And that they are valued. So from giving time off, actually asking them, I think a lot of employers don't do a lot of asking because there's a lot of assumptions, Mm -hmm. right? So I think um, you're giving us a lot of good insight as to how to keep a team happy, how to keep a team from getting burnt out so that, you know, not working um, X number of hours doesn't necessarily mean you don't get things done, right? So sometimes you get more things done when you're fresh. Um, but you mentioned something about performance reviews. So what goes into the performance reviews? Because one of the things you mentioned was, hey, tell me what your workload's like. But you're a business, so there are other things to also have to look at when it's performance, right? So what other things do you look at? Um, you know, when do you communicate that to the team members? And sort of like, what's your process? So that's a good question. So. Um, I can gauge on how many rentals. So, for example, we have four teams. So I can gauge on what the workload's like. Well, they get incentivized. Mm. So if they sign, uh, if they bring on three new clients in their portfolio, they're incentivized. Uh, Matt may be signing the new clients, but then somebody has to take them on. So as they get new clients, they get a little incentive bump. It's not, you know, just enough to, like, they could get a move-in bonus. Mm. So each time, let's say, for example, they turn over 10 properties in their portfolio. They each get $25. Well, it's not bad. $25 times 10, it's two fifty. Yeah. And so they get, they and they know each other's, you know, oh, God, that's great. We had this many bonuses, and Matt's been tracking some of the numbers now. But we, we haven't gotten um, clear. We were really working on the KPIs, the key performance indicators. Uh-huh. Um, and that's something that Christine and I are working on now to really kind of find a new way to do reviewing. Because now we've been doing it the same way for so long. We want to find some new ways to review. So we're working on that right now. Some new ways to sit down, and a lot of it's just talking. Mm-hmm. And we we know, and, and my staff's really good. So, you know, they get they get paid well, and they get. I think that's why they stay. But yeah, it isn't <laughs> always about money. And again, I think the word respect came to mind right when you yeah. asked me that question. That's great. Respecting them and and finding out their needs is, I think, the top top thing I would recommend. I keep kind of going back to asking you questions about cost. What is, what does a good employee save you? Like, have you kind of have you thought about that before? And just the Headaches. benefits? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, right. <laughs> so, of course, turnover. I, and you mentioned it earlier about um, the time it takes to train somebody. So, you know, I wouldn't put a dollar on it as I would the value of time. Mm. So, if you have to go through training, so when we first went to our first um, PM Grow Summit, and we heard the word BDM, but business development manager. We were trying to figure out how do we get two key people in my operation. I call them my bookends. Matt, my son, and Christine Gooden. So how do I get them off running a portfolio 
well, we got to have them help me find their replacement, right? Yeah. So that was really hard. We made, I made a bad hire. I actually made both both teams. I made a bad hiring on both sides, mm-hmm. which delayed us and, and really could have caused burnout to both Matt and Christine because stress levels went up. They were trying, Matt was trying to balance new business and his 200, yeah. you know. Uh, training year. plus Yeah, and Christine job. does the training, but Matt knew the portfolio. So it put a lot of pressure on both of them. And when people are pressured, the stress comes out. Yeah. And so I need them to get along. I need them to be my bookends. So you know, by hiring, the, the first gal was a gal that I knew. She wasn't a good fit. She wanted to be like, my, she wanted my job probably with the last <laughs> first, you know, few months. No, but seriously, it wasn't a really good fit. She was, she's a really wonderful person, but property management wasn't for her. And then we hired Matt's replacement, and I hung on to him too long. Mm. Um, it wasn't a great fit. Um, I was busy, and I figured, well, Matt, can't you just make it work? I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy, and it didn't work. So when I had to start over again, and that's when you, know, you find the right. One of our employees, Shannon, had worked for me for a year, for actually several years, and then left. And almost, I marked my calendar. She said she was going to give real estate sales a year, uh-huh. and I contacted her two weeks before, about three weeks before that year, and said. So what do you think? You want to come back? So she was a natural to be a lead in Christine's role. Now, Matt was getting married because he got married last year in October. So we said, let's do this. Let's not give Matt too much change. Let's get Christine to step in and help train Matt's replacement. Mm -hmm. And Christine's really a good trainer. So when you have a really good trainer, use those skills. And she's, again, detailed. So, you know, so both of my key people, so now I was able to, Matt's full-time BDM of photography, and Christine is training and property management support. And so those two roles are key for my success. And I got two long-term people in those roles. And, you know, they can come in and, and talk about what's next, and you know, Matt's working on our new website and, and those kind of things. But, um, you know, moving them into those and again, I didn't. I didn't do it. It wasn't a home run the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't be afraid to see what you did wrong or what the strengths or weaknesses were of the person that you were trying to fit in the role. And um, both times, I, the first one of the one that was replacing Christine, she we both agreed. Just she didn't really wasn't enjoying it. And yeah. It, it, it didn't take very long. But the one that Matt um, had, I kept him too long, and and he wasn't enjoying it either. But and the commute, we had a bad commute. And so I let him, I pay, I'll pay for the train to come down. And it, after a while, it, you know, you just have to find the right person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes going through a few different people to, to meld it. Now we're so happy because yeah. we've got the right people on the team. You know, that's, that's so don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. And again, use people on your team to help hire the next one. Even if you're only two people in a company, it's small. Um, you know, use the strengths of those two people. And separate the interviews so that you can come back and talk about it. If we were all three yeah. working together to hire somebody, you know, the two of you might do an interview and then I might do the set next interview. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you know, come through and maybe yeah. do some you know, review rating and talk about the And the that makes process. so much sense. We, we do it that way too. And it, it's interesting when we have gone outside of the um, strategy that we use where we, we have a few people interview it and say it's just one person that interviews that team member, usually that t- team member is a person that doesn't really stick around very yeah. long. Interesting. What, what happens if you, say you have three, say you have um, Matt and two other employees interview someone and one person really likes them, but the other two don't. You're reading my mind. <laughs> um, so that happened. Um, I really liked this girl and I thought she was gonna be fabulous. And uh, we did our scoring, and she was scored. Then we did three three of our contenders, and she was the second in, in the in the in the chain of the, the the scoring points. And I really pushed for her, and she worked for us for a week. Oh, a week. but the other gal who they both loved was the is amazing. She's working for us now. She is a rock star. We have like to use that term because this gal does everything. Yeah. And she's supporting two teams, and she's amazing. Wow. And it was like, oh, okay, that didn't work. But yeah, wow. But you learned from it. So now, going forward, <laughs> would you do you think that you'd do that again? Or if, if two other people were very much in love with a different yeah, candidate? Yeah, you did a look at the score. You do the scoring for a reason. And then you mm-hmm. trust it. And in that case, they were right. Yeah. And if it's admitting they were right. And I'm like, okay. Um, but she's the girl that we have now is amazing. So yeah, 
Because you have the rock star now. Yeah. yeah. I, I was curious to know, um, seems like you have this process down pat for, you know, hiring people. Do you follow the same process for virtual assistants, remote team members, um, or even vendors? <laughs> um, so we do, so our virtual, we do the same, the same process. Uh -huh. um, we have a scoring sheet and uh, we get provided um, some of the questions and maybe a little bit of variety because a virtual assistant is a little different. Mm -hmm. We have two virtual assistants that do our maintenance and our work orders and follow up with our vendors. And then we have one that answers our phones live. She's a rock star. That's my Christy. I get to, to communicate with her a lot because her and I do, I kind of oversee the role a little mm -hmm. bit more than most. And um, she does all of our insurance for our clients. So as people are looking to fill. The good thing about that is, is as you talk about financial and, and like where a virtual assistant, I can, I have three virtual assistant and I could, I pay more than one person in Marin County based salaries. I have three virtual assistants that cost me less than one full-time person that's maybe driving in the traffic or commuting or I'm flexible on time too so that's you know I'm, I'm not a clock watcher where they check in and have to you know uh, punch in I don't really like people to come in before 730 in the morning because they can't do their phone calling and their yeah. job um, they flex between eight and nine usually and some of the managers coming down the freeway um, may come in at 10 but they're there at 630 or 7 Mm -hmm. So, you know, not making anybody, okay, 8 o'clock is our short time. It, having some flexibility there. And life happens. You know, I need to leave early on Friday. We're going out of town. Yeah. Be flexible. You know, I think that's it. another incentive, too, though, mm -hmm. just being able to work in a flexible work environment if you're able to offer that. Matt brought his dog to work one day. <laughs> we don't normally do that. That but sounds wonderful. He, he has a new <laughs> dog, and she's pretty mellow. And he said, hey, I really would. Mia? The staff, yeah, and the staff loved it. They were saying, oh, my yeah. God, that dog is... Even Christine doesn't have a dog. She said, oh, she came in and she said she put her paws on her oh. knees and she said, came in to look at her and say, hi, I'm here. <laughs> you know, so I think that kind of... People liked it. Yeah. And, you know, so um, I had I'm, I don't have a dog, but uh, and I wasn't here. So I, I made sure the staff knew that it wasn't sneaking, you know. Yeah. Her, her, you know, the boss is away. And, yeah, Matt waited until Melissa was gone. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Matt doesn't call me mom at work or anything. Yeah. I mean, it's not... You know, we have a, we have a good relationship. And uh, and so the, bringing the dog, people made several people made comments to me about it, and I had never nice. done that before. Yeah. So that was interesting. Bring your dog to work day. Oh, I got to talk about what we do in December. Oh, what oh. do you do? Fun, fun, fun. We also have fun Fridays, but December we do fun uh, Fridays every Friday. On December. In December, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll let you talk. Tell uh, us everything. It's really fun. So we have <laughs> we do it either Friday or Wednesdays, depending on the schedule of how the holidays fall, and you team up with someone you don't normally work with. And you have to plan the meals. I reimburse everybody for the lunch and mm -hmm. the drinks. And, you know, we don't, you know, we have iced tea or we're not drinking wine in the middle yeah. of the day. But, <laughs> so we do, uh, and then they play games. So one day we had wear your pajamas to work day. That was during December. That was really fun. I'm going to do that. Um, and then we've done, uh, you know, uh, bring something for, to give back to somebody in the community. Oh. Uh, we've done theme meals like Mexican or Italian or some kind of a theme meal. But the fun part of it is you might not work with the members in Team 1, but Team 1 and Team 4 are working together. And yeah. then you know, they, and Christine kind of picks out who's, you know, she does a name, draw, whatever. Make sure everyone works with someone if mm -hmm. having. So bookkeeping, for example, there's two, the manager and assistant manager in bookkeeping. So we separate them because they work mm -hmm. together every day. And we put them on maybe Shirley's in charge of the fun. Matt's in charge of the, you know, the drinks. And, um, you know, the two other members will bring food. And then we, we have lunch together, and it the energy's great. We, we, everybody's laughing. We've had a wrap presence with our hands behind our back, and <laughs> team up, and I'm trying to cut the rib. Oh, yeah. It's, so that's, and then they do, like Christine will do Hawaiian Friday, or just come up with, um, I was out of town a couple weeks ago, and they did game day. So they had a game, you know, like they brought a couple different board games yeah. in and had some fun. Uh, we've done charades. We've done... Um, we had one where the candy canes were on the table and you had to put your hands behind your back and you had to take a candy cane and pick up other candy canes, put them in a basket and we did oh And they're competitive. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that is also really fun. It, it, what it's that that cost expensive. You? How much yeah. is a candy cane? Yeah. And you can have little prizes. Like we'll yeah, have little gift Christmas. cards. Yeah. Yes, after <laughs> but no, that, but that, you can just sense, you can hear the energy, people laughing. Yeah. And they, when I'm not there, they sent me pictures. Aww. You know, so that, and now we started really with cool. our newsletter that you all uh, are doing our newsletter, right? So we're starting to have more accountability for them taking 
control of the newsletter. So yeah. they're they're writing it. We want them to have a photo of who who's done it. Different team members are writing it. Mm-hmm. So they're contributing. Yeah. There's always something more they're doing. Wow. Yeah. And never so, boring. Never boring. Yeah. It, it sounds like a lot of fun to wear a Prandy. Um, <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, we have Prandy no. shirts. Usually I don't wear one today. But we have Prandy shirts and, uh, yeah. and the logo wear, which everybody should have. Yes, I everybody should. That. You should get some. We have yeah. some. Our sweatshirts. You didn't get me. No, you have no, to get one for the new one. Oh. Oh, you want Prandy one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We should we give away pens, brandy pens. <laughs> we give a lot of those away. We get some. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, <laughs> I, I was curious, though. Um, do you do anything for the vendors to, you know, during the holiday season? Do you, you know, invite them to one of these fun Friday lunches? Um, make them feel... Yeah, and we're talking about, like, yeah. your local vendors, Contracts, not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys just want to come over and have lunch. No, well, of course. Yeah. We, I mean, well, we are, actually, we are local. I didn't <laughs> So yeah, we do. um, We've done some vendor training, which has been really well too. Mm -hmm. We have an open house where we they come in and do some vendor training. But we do. They actually buy us lunch, and if they do, we do a lunch and learn. So if they want to come in and buy my staff lunch, they can come in and talk about um, you know water restoration. They can come and talk about you know what to look for in the um, from plumbing perspectives Mm -hmm. as we're looking underneath the sinks and things. Yeah. Um, And a lot of them will do a lunch and learn because they want to get in front of us. But then also just having them, they'll do, uh, they like to have, bring in lunch during the holidays, pick a date, and then they'll come and eat with us. And That's they really nice. kind of treat us a lot, you know, because they're getting, thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. They go one-stop shopping and they're, you know, mm-hmm. billing and, and, and yeah. they work hard, but they're, we're only as good as they are. If they slip and don't take care of something, mm-hmm. those reviews come, the maintenance are the highest reviews oh, yes. that come in. So if we take them on time and <laughs> we called the vendor, the vendor went out, it makes us look good. So that keeping them happy is is yeah. really important. And I think, yeah, like treating them as if they are really part of your team because they are. From your yeah. client's point of view, you're associated with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to not just think, oh, that's the plumber's problem because, you know, yeah. that's the Well, plumber. we don't have, um, you know, we have Tony who's our maintenance manager. So mm-hmm. he oversees yeah, totally. the vendors and then he has now Anne who come, came to work. Mm-hmm. She's our newest team member. Uh, and then the virtual assistants. So, you know, we get virtual assistants do an EOD end of day report every day. Oh. So we can see how many work orders they started, how many. So at any given time, I get it just to read it, but it goes to the team lead. So the mm-hmm. Tony and Ann are, are the managers in that department. Mm-hmm. So again, it's it's seeing the workload and oh, if they all of a sudden have three days in a row that they're a high three, mm-hmm. then we need to look at the workload. And maybe somebody in the team needs to step in and help out. So, so you mentioned maintenance. If maintenance goes wrong, that's the first way you're going to get bad reviews. Uh, how how do you handle that then from the vendor perspective when you start seeing negative reviews come in through your vendor? Um, how do you overcome that? Do you do you find a different vendor or do you do you talk to them? So we're only as good as the team, as you said. Yeah. So the first thing we have to do is educate them, give them our expectations, how quickly they respond. Tony's really good with that. So what are, what, okay, we give you a work order, what's the expectation? A phone call that day, set up the appointment. If you can't reach them, come back to us and let us know. Mm-hmm. So first yeah. thing you do is set up your expectation. Then if we get uh, several complaints, Tony will bring them in. He just had one come in and talk to them. Sometimes it's not a good fit or there's something going on and they're too busy. So you know we have to kind of balance what, what's going on on their end, of the, just like you would with anything. Yeah. You know, when a tenant calls up and they're upset, there's something else sometimes going on. Mm-hmm. And so with the vendors, they're, they're an important part of our success. Yeah. I time. like that you said setting expectations, though, because I feel like oftentimes when I do read um, a negative review about maintenance or even talk to a property manager that's asking, you know, what do I do about this negative review? A lot of times the answer is, well, the vendor tried to call the tenant, but the tenant didn't pick up. And then they were just waiting for a return call back. So I really like Proactive. that. Yeah, you set the expectation. You say if they don't pick but up. But also then on that note, it's up to me. The, the buck stops with me. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, I had someone that was really upset, and rightfully so. It took a week to get a refrigerator replaced. They started out trying to repair it. So let's just say that takes a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I got the brunt of it because if, if that tenant's not happy or something's not done, the buck stops with me as the owner. So I it was almost an hour phone call. It was not a fun phone mm-hmm. call. Yeah. But it was my Friday. It was the end of my day. I figured let's just let's, let's just came in. Let's take I'm care call. of it. It's, yeah. it's so much easier to pick up the phone and call. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if a tenant's not happy, I empower my staff to t- you know what? 
what can we do to make them happy? Yeah. That same particular person, I sent her a, a nice handwritten um, card mm-hmm. with a $150 gift card for our restaurant. So, you know, I just said, look, I'm sorry, we're not perfect, but I wanted to talk to you. And she did not write a bad review. Mm. I mean, I got, she said, you, you just saved yourself from getting a one-star review. Yeah. I also like the staff to know if someone's challenging them, come to me. Mm. Let me support you. And Christine yeah. as well. They'll come and say, hey, I've got this challenging owner or whatever. So then they feel like they're supported. I answer it in all my emails. When they need something, I'm there. Yeah. And I think they know even I'm not sitting in the office, I'm going to take care of what I say I'm going to yeah. do. I think Lead by example. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really important to make your team feel like you have their back. Um, so that if, for example, they're, um, they're getting the brunt of this really, really bad tenant and they're being called names and voices are being raised and you know it it's easy to say don't take it personally but sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. and so just knowing that hey I can reach out to you know people in my team to help me deal with this person because I'm emotionally charged goes a long way well being able to lean on a manager so sometimes you know we work in teams as I told you so one two three four team right team one team two sometimes taking another person like going to Christine or going to myself or even another manager and saying, "Look, I have this tough one. Can you step in? Because suddenly you're step, you know, you're you're on the back burner of that. So I think that's really important. Yeah, it goes back to respect. Yeah, it's yeah. all yeah. all the way around. You yeah. also Value. mentioned yeah. Um, empowering them. So you empower them to make decisions as to, okay, we really did wrong by this tenant or owner. Um, you're empowered to." suggest to the team okay what can we do to make it better and it's not just like that's your problem because you forgot to follow up because you were dealing with 10 other houses yeah it's like what can we do to make it better well they send out um so one of the things that's on our weekly team meeting on the very bottom it says thank you notes sent and so we have stacks of you know five dollar starbucks card Mm -hmm. it's basically a cup of coffee now right Uh so we have the stacks and and it says how many thank you cards did you write and if so who do they go to and you'd be surprised how many times it's a vendor oh. or even a team member. They can yeah. send each other, they can send a thank you note to someone thank else on the team. You. Yeah. And so that, you know, if we can't get a lot of positivity always on the outside, we need to get it on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I will say to you that one time when our reviews weren't as good as they are today, I think that I was tasking the staff, maybe that it was just too much. And you have to have people happy on the inside of the walls of your office because when they're happy on the inside together, it'll spread out. Yeah. And when they're not happy, believe me, that also happens. So yeah. you can tell when you got things going really good, and just telling them it's the best team I ever had. Let them know yeah. that. Good job. You know, we got a five, we got a five star um, Google review uh, yes uh, day before yesterday, and that's already been copy pasted, sent out to everybody saying, "Great job, Tony and the maintenance team." We got another five star review, and then they'll put yeah. on the positively friendly. And that's free too. That doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Just. Oh. Saying, we appreciate you. And Matt wants to do an incentive on, uh, on on reviews. If you get a five-star review and your name's mentioned or something that we could do back. Like, yeah, a lot oh. of people a lot of people are, are doing those. Um, Paige, hard. one of our account managers, actually did, yeah, a, did a blog about that recently. Oh, yeah. Just best ways to incentivize people. And there are a number of ways, things that you could do. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Well, you want to make sure that the one thing I don't ever want to happen is that I don't want one team member... To, to be going against another team member. So yeah. so we were trying to think of a way that we could say if somebody gets a review, that team gets something, but everybody celebrates. So we have ice cream Sunday, yeah. Friday, or we have, like right now we just got that one, we should be celebrating together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not fair if the bookkeeping are in the front lines and they, they, they don't get Yeah, it. they never get you reviews because they're, they're, really they're in the behind, you know, yeah. doing the, the computer work and the paying yeah. the bills. So, um, but the key, I think, to everything that you do is... Treat everybody like you want to be treated. I mean, you just look at yourself and say, how would I feel if I was that person? What would make me happy? And then, you know, it's a two-way street. And how would it be? And I wouldn't want anybody to treat me differently other than with respect. So um, I, I always look at the other side of the... the if I'm sitting on the other side of the desk, yeah. how would it be? And um, and then they see me. You know, I come in every morning. I come in, no matter what's going on, I say good morning to everybody. I come in and say good morning as I walk in the door. Um, you know... How are we doing? You know. So it's funny that we keep saying you're only as good as your team, which is important. But I also feel like your team is only as good as you. 
is also as true. Yeah. Like treat others the way you want to be treated. Lead by example. Lead by example. All those so it's like for a reason. they all connect and yeah. everything you do makes an impact. I think that's like one of the biggest takeaways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you're dealing with people all day long, right? This is yeah. the people business. Yeah. And the only people Customer that service. don't have to do as much used to be the bookkeepers, but my bookkeepers are touching the clients all the yeah. time. So, you know, I think that it's it's style. Um, we like to give back in the community. So people, like-minded people, do business with like-minded people. Mm. So you not only get business, but you attract yeah. them to come to work for you by doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, what earlier I said, don't be afraid to watch them grow. Mm. You know, let them, let them learn how to do things better. Let them take classes. Let your staff and your members grow. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't start out doing all this in No, Marie and I both started we out both as interns. interns. Really? We yeah. were just posting blogs for our clients. That's all we did. So what actually that is a really good thing <laughs> yeah. for the audience today is that, you know, now here we're going into summer. College kids are getting out. Yeah. Bring in an intern. And, you know, that intern could really start doing work that you realize that you could bring someone in full time. Right. It doesn't have to be full time. Exactly. So start somewhere, right? Look what, look what, you know, four and a half got when they... Had interns, so love it, (laughs) love it. Yeah. Uh, Well, even John, our CEO, he he technically started this. So Uh, yeah, he kind of started. It wasn't like an intern, intern. but he wasn't paid. Yeah. So (laughs) kind of like so kind of yeah. (laughs) And I mean, and that's what we've had the most success with. I think everybody, most of the people on our team, we hire kind of as an intern to train them and see see what their capabilities Mm -hmm. are. But like you said, it's a everything's a service industry or it's a people people mm-hmm. business so it kind of gives us time to see if people are well good you need people. the technology too so yeah i matt's really good at technology and, and actually christine is really good she helps me with doing that's my really fortunate and yeah and build things together too so yeah. again finding the strengths mm-hmm. and your weak admitting your weaknesses yes yeah. <laughs> i'm going to be a visionary and i'm going to be the one forward thinking and i'm not going to be maybe not as practical when i say i want it done tomorrow mm-hmm. Not going to happen, Melissa, yeah. but we can get it done in a couple of weeks. Let's mm-hmm. just make sure we know what page you're on, communicating it. So. Yeah. And making sure people know when other people are off. We have a good master calendar, yeah. you know, so that we can we can only have so many people have the time off. Yeah. So having a master calendar of seeing you know, who's off and when, another visual. Mm-hmm. And we color coordinate things. Our calendars are all color coordinated. That's fun, too. Yeah. Is yours purple? That's my favorite color. How did you know that? <laughs> Wild gas. Pran- I don't know. Prandy colors. <laughs> Um, purple's so, a good color. Purple is, yeah. Purple, purple is my other favorite color. I just switched to yellow recently, trying to... It's um, a phase. It's, it's always phase, been purple. Yeah. yeah. But colors, you know, the, I mean, when I first was going to get the Prandy shirts, and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get everybody the same, and it doesn't work. Let them pick out what flatters them. This one wants to wear that stuff. Let oh, them be individual, like, and then we put the logo yeah. on Yeah. And, it, you know, we just That's a good that. point. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought I was going to get them all. Okay, everybody can have this style, and I'm like, doesn't work. Yeah, so I said, okay, it go through and pick out a shirt or a sweater, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, guys or girls. And you know, we have mostly women in it. We have two men that work for us, and maintenance manager, and then my son, so Tony and Matt, and then the rest are all ladies. Yeah. And you know, they hit it out of the park in this field. They're, yeah. like I said earlier, multitasking, detail oriented, nurturing. In this business, you have to be nurturing. Yeah. So I mean, the, I'd say to the audience that you got to start somewhere. And, you know, ask the person, too, if it's time for to look within, as you said, you know, it's nice to hire within and promote yeah. within, but, you know, you might, they might not want the job. So yeah. before you think you know what they want, ask. Very good advice. Um, well, those are all, I, I don't have any other questions. I think this was really, really helpful, Melissa, honestly. Like even, I, I keep this notebook to take notes of questions I want to ask you, but I was also jotting down ideas for myself Good. while we were talking. I, I know, love, you want me to share my questions? Yes, yes. I was well, and see. Um, your questions, and would you feel comfortable sharing like your scoring model, or do you have something like that that you could share? Um, yeah, we have a scoring model that we use for virtual assistants, and then I think uh, Christine has a scoring model. I'll ask her to. Cool, that would be I, wonderful if yeah. we could share that with people. I think it's um, helpful for sure. Yeah, but I think the questions, the pre-interview questions, are really yeah. important, mm-hmm. and then you know to see where somebody's coming from, mm-hmm. and what, how they describe themselves. Yeah. And then, of course, they have to it's relate fun. to your business, yeah. right? So I think spending time to figure out what questions will lead you to insights that are useful for your business is helpful. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, all good information. Thank you so much for spending time with us. It's fun. Um, it's always wonderful to speak with you and always um, looking up to you know the things that you're doing. You're always looking for things to you know improve in your company, you know, um, with your team and whatnot, and even the community. So yeah, thank yeah. you. I like doing it. You're killing it. I'm having fun. I'm, come on, 37 years, I'm still going to every conference. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. So I think we never stop learning. Yeah, I think that's the key factor as you hire. Be open-minded, um, be respectful, and know that you never stop learning. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody, for, for listening. As always, if you have any topics that you want us to cover, let us know, because Marie and I love talking. I'd love to, <laughs> to, to interview anybody that you're interested in. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you.